This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 48. And today we have Ron Kazeski. Did I get that right, Ron? You got it right. Man, I nailed it. <laughs> I just blew my First try. <laughs> anyway, Ron and his wife, Ashley, are the owners of Rutgers U, Rutgers Dog University. And Ron, welcome to the Good Neighbor Podcast. How the Thank heck you so much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So I have a sense of maybe what goes on there. Uh, you guys are, are giving dogs degrees, and, and do you have certain majors? or what? What's oh, yeah. we, we, we Believe it or not, I don't know about the majors, but we definitely have different uh, classes and different ex- expertise levels um, uh-huh. and, and training aspects. I mean, it's there's obviously people who, who have their four-footed friend that's just a member of the family, and that's all they, they're looking for. And, and we have uh, people that we train that uh, – go on and compete nationally, actually, uh, in dog sports. So uh, it's, a, it's a pretty exciting time on that side of the university. Oh, my goodness. Dog sports. So uh, yeah. what's that all about? Uh, well, you can see, actually, this one behind us is Art oh, yeah. Addison. Um, so agility is probably the most popular of them. Um, and it's basically a course of jumps, tunnels, weave poles, uh, you know, all kinds of different uh, uh, aspects of it that basically the handler, the owner, uh, or the handler of the dog will run the course with the dog. The d- dog obviously does the, uh, the obstacles, but the owner will cue them, uh, to do certain things and it's timed. So you not only do you qualify, but you, you, you know, you can just like anything else, it's time. So you, you get trophies at the end, you get awards. Um, and if you do well at the local levels, then there's state level competitions, national level competitions. And we have several of our clients that, that compete at those levels. Holy man. I had no idea that world existed. It does. Yeah. There's, there's, um, the most popular venue down here is probably when they host, uh, at Lee County or the Lee, the Lee civic center is probably the biggest, um, venue that venue that hosts otherwise, uh-huh. um, like the national level competitions are usually hosted in um, Georgia or Tennessee, that type of stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. So you, you train dogs for their agility courses and yeah. all that. what else goes on there? Oh, well, we, I mean, a big contingency of our, um, of our client base is also uh, with just, with just our, um, just our puppy classes. We get a lot of people that'll come in um, just after getting that first family dog, or even if it's not their first family dog, just, um, you know, wanting to make sure their animal is potty trained, making sure that their dog, you know, walks nicely on a leash, making sure their dog isn't reactive with other dogs. So um, it's, a, it's really a wide variety of, of things um, with regards to that. I mean, our puppy, puppy star class is kind of the entry level, like make sure your dog is a well-behaved dog class. Uh, but then there's good manners and that type of a thing. And we do um, canine good citizen testing as well, which is if you want to be able to take your dog into a nursing home or um, a hospital or something like that to, you know, bring comfort to others. So we, we certify for that as well. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. So how did you get into this uh, rough world? Uh, yeah, it, it is indeed a rough world. Um, it, actually the, the whole concept actually started, uh, my wife started training dogs down here, um, in a friend's backyard and she grew such a following. She's been training dogs since she was 14 years old. So this is the, she's really the brains behind the, the whole idea. Um, and, uh, started training in a backyard. The following got so big 
that we said, well, uh, between rain, between you know heat, we said we really need an indoor facility. Uh, and so Rufgers was born. Uh, it started out as a 5,000 square foot facility. And um, the demand came that people said, wow. well, we love you as a trainer. You know, would you take care of our dog too? So I, I was working an entirely different job at the time. And my wife started bringing dogs home. And it, <laughs> it, 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 it was, I was a loving husband until I think one Christmas we had about seven extra dogs at our house. And I said, Ash, we need to... <laughs> We need to look at expanding our services. So uh, it was later that year, we actually expanded from a 5,000 square foot facility to a 10,000 square foot facility um, and added daycare boarding, um, as well as a little more retail space in, in that facility. Uh, it was 2017 then that Rufgers Bonita opened up. That's our second campus. Um, and that's been fantastic. That facility is a little smaller. Um, it's, it's only about 3,000 square feet. And then, uh, and then recently, within the last six months, we actually opened, uh, we moved our flagship store, our Naples campus, and we are now in our permanent home down here, which is a 12,000 square foot facility. Um, and it's, it's just wow. leaps and bounds. Wow. Good for you guys. Man, oh man. So how about myths uh, in your world. What are you hearing from uh, folks who come in that aren't sure whether it's about dog training or boarding that uh, you can share and dispel for our listeners? Yeah, I, I, from an educational standpoint, I think one of the biggest things um, that's extremely popular now is, uh, is service animals. Um, you know, obviously people are not only dogs, but the, the peacocks and the alligators and all these crazy stories you see on TV of people bringing animals. Wait, 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 wait. It, an alligator is a service animal? Oh, I'm sure. I, I, I believe I'm I heard part of it, right? I, I think somebody <laughs> tried to get on with a pony once too. I don't, it's, it, it's, it's gotten a little bit out of hand. Um, this is, this is probably one of the biggest myths and or misunderstandings that we deal with as a company. Um, we get a lot of people looking for certification so they can fly with their animal, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, uh, we do partner with uh, an organization that actually does work with service animals, but service animals in, in what people are looking for is are very specific. Um, they're usually uh, meant for obviously blind people. That's the most common, most popular use, um, but also for support in terms of physical support. Um, so like a, uh, there's an organization in town that will actually uh, work with veterans and the, the dog will help support them if they're, if they're wounded. Um, those are service animals. They actually are compelled to complete tasks for you. They're actually, they're, 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 their objective has to be, um, I believe, threefold. So we don't do anything with regards to that. There are organizations that do that. Um, the biggest, most popular thing now is the emotional support animals. Yeah. Um, and, and, and quite honestly, from our opinion, we're kind of looking at this. We don't certify anything like that um, because quite honestly, there really isn't a certification for it. Uh, the closest thing we do is the canine good citizen, which is, again, the certification to be able to go into hospitals. It basically certifies that your animal is not going to react uh, poorly to a situation. Um, but that certainly doesn't give you a certificate to walk <laughs> on the plane with your dog. So that's probably the biggest myth that we deal with on a pretty regular basis. Uh, okay. That's great. That's great. So what are you guys doing when you're not working in the business? What are you doing for fun? 
Um, well, between our newborn, um, which will be, she'll be eight months, uh, or yeah, eight months and a few days here, actually. Wow. Um, we stay pretty busy with her. Yeah. And, uh, we have two dogs of our own and, um, they love being outside. Uh, we have a nice big yard for them. So we constantly spend a lot of time outdoors, um, time on the boat. The dogs love the water as well. So we're very outdoorsy people and, and anything, anything we can do outside is, is yeah. something they'll probably find us doing. Yeah. So blessed to, to be down here when the rest of the country is freezing or getting rained on. Absolutely. Snow and May from our, in our hometown in Wisconsin. So yeah, it's crazy. It was the same Pennsylvania. They were getting snow and it was what, May uh, 10th or 9th. I mean, yeah. Family what? wasn't even taking calls over the weekend because they didn't even want me to, to, to match. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been blacklisted. Oh, that's funny. How about Ryan, if you were to describe a uh, hardship that you guys have been through, it could be personal, could be business that you rose above, what comes to mind? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, um, a challenge. This is, well, first of all, this whole, the whole coronavirus thing has been a challenge. Um, you know, we were fortunate, fortunate enough to be one of the companies that did, uh, receive and qualify for the PPP loans. So we were able to keep our team on, which is really the heart and soul of our company. We have 26 uh, team members. So uh, wow. we were able to keep them uh, employed and with us, um, as many of them that were able to stay with us was, um, really a blessing. Uh, I would say our biggest challenge was when we relocated our Naples campus. Um, it wasn't a very far relocation. It was only about three quarters of a mile, but relocating about, I think it was about 60 dogs were with us at one, at that time, um, overnight and, um, just relocating a business is difficult, but doing it <laughs> effectively overnight, oh. uh, closing one down and opening the next one the, the next morning was was the biggest challenge that we had to overcome but um i would i would say that's the biggest one we've we've had to overcome throughout the the course of the business um and thankfully you know how we got through it was is we just we have a lot of good we have a lot of great team members uh, yeah. and we also have a lot of great friends as well that were very supportive and helpful uh, and, and quite honestly, I think we went to bed at about like 1230 that night that we did the move uh, and woke up this morning, the next morning. And we were like, it's done. You know, we're 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 in the new home. So. So how does one transfer transport 69? Were there all dogs that you were? Yeah, well, they're all dogs. We we're only a dog facility. We don't yeah. uh, we don't do any other animals. Um Although sometimes I like to play tricks on the on the team and call and ask about training my hedgehog. Um, which <laughs> always is an interesting, interesting phone call. Uh, but, uh, we, as I said, we had a lot of uh, great team members and a lot of friends that helped. Um, so we made sure that, you know, we had proper, um, transports in terms of crates, uh, transportable crates, uh, set up in, in, I believe we had about six vehicles that ran and I think it took, took about 10 trips or so, um, to get uh to get everything moved and get all the all the pups settled in here but it was it was it was done now, i was just envisioning like a tow truck with a big <laughs> hunk of meat on the end of the hook and then you set the dogs loose and then you hit the gas yeah, and we go a while that, later that was that was uh proposed as one of our options <laughs> we 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 uh chose not to go that route <laughs> Oh man. So Ron, if you were to share, uh, or if, if, yeah, if there was one thing that you wish uh, 
our listeners knew about your business, what comes to mind? You know, I, I think it's how appreciative Ashley and I are. Um, you know, we're, we've, we really started this business with no intention of it ending up where it's ended up. Um, mm-hmm. it's, my wife is just extremely passionate about dogs. And, and I think that carries on so strongly to not only our team, but our clients and anybody who walks through the door, I think it's pretty obvious. And this community has just really, really loved us in a, in such a big way. Um, and supported us moving forward and, and growing and, uh, you know, just the, uh, that is, that is probably the one thing we don't get to say enough, uh, how much we appreciate this community. And, and we, we do what we can, you know, in terms of supporting, supporting it back. Um, like, well, with this, with the coronavirus, you know, we, it, it there was almost no question about it. We actually, um, opened our doors to all the healthcare workers and did free, um, boarding and daycare for anybody who was a healthcare worker, because we wanted to make sure they were in, they were in the hospitals and the clinics and the facilities that they needed to be in. And they weren't worried about their puppies that their puppies were taken care of. And, um, you know, it's just, it's Southwest Florida is a pretty unbelievable place. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and yeah. it warms our heart. And we, we hope that we are able to give back enough to, to recycle what the love that's given to us. Well, you know, you, you guys are doing it every day. I mean, 26 team members and growing, you know, it's, you're being a, a good neighbor. It's the you're being supported by good neighbors. You know, it's it's just a wonderful place to be. And and this all you know, we all work together to build these strong communities and strong businesses. So we're thankful uh, you guys are making it through the uh, the epidemic here and uh, are we're coming out the other end. And I know our listeners are uh, many are new to. Uh, your world and and we'll be stopping by certainly if you're listeners in the Bonita Springs, Naples area, and who knows where you'll be uh, down the road. Uh, we certainly have intentions to keep, uh, to keep it moving along. We yeah, haven't, yeah. we haven't selected a ne- next site yet, but um, we definitely have yeah. intentions. Yeah. I know uh, pet owners, uh, dog owners, uh, uh, they need your help and uh, we, uh, We'll do our best to spread the word as well. We appreciate that. Thanks so much. Yeah. Well, Ron, thank you. Tell Ashley we missed her, but we'll get her in the next time, I promise. And That sounds great. <laughs> she was, I'm sure that I will hear about the swimming lesson that our daughter had today. So. <laughs> I tried for our listeners who are wondering, where is Ashley yet? I didn't kick her out or kick her off. She, she is uh, with uh, their eight-year-old daughter, or eight-year-old, uh, seven-month-old daughter, uh, She's getting swimming lessons. Swimming lessons, yes. We yeah. were unaware that the swimming lessons were every day. <laughs> so she had her first one yesterday, and then we said, oh, well, this changes our schedule a little bit. <laughs> love it, love it. Well, best of luck to you guys, and we'll talk soon. Great. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.